Hello and welcome for a new edition of our Europe Monitor, the first one in November 2022. I hope you all had a great start of the new week and let's jump into today's topics. Let's start with Turkey today. Prison sentences for fake news. Turkey's parliament approved last month a controversial law providing jail terms for spreading false or misleading news. Courts can use it to sentence accredited journalists and ordinary social media users to one to three years in prison. Eight months before the parliamentary elections, the government is intensifying its already tough crackdown on the media. In addition to newspapers, radio and TV, the new law is primarily aimed at online networks and online media. They are encouraged to denounce users who are accused of spreading fake news and passing on their data. The deliberations on the law began already in early October. There have been numerous amendments to the 40 articles of the so-called press law passed by the opposition, which had spoken of a censorship law. The applications were, of course, rejected. Article 29, for example, provides for prison sentences of between one and three years for spreading false or misleading information about the country's internal and external security, as well as for news damaging public health, disturbing public order, fear or panic in the population. NGOs regularly denounce the erosion of press freedoms in Turkey. The country currently ranks on number 149 out of 180 in the Press Freedom Index compiled by Reporters Without Borders. Austria. A new terror trial in Vienna. The trial against six alleged supporters of the assassin who killed four passers-by and injured 23 people in the Austrian capital on November 2nd, 2020, has begun in Vienna. According to the findings, F., who was born in Austria with Macedonian-Albanian roots and was shot by the police, committed the attacks alone. However, the six defendants, most of whom, like F, were already known to be supporters of the terrorist organization IS, are accused of having supported him by procuring weapons and ammunition, as well as ideological reinforcement. This is how a Chechen that F knew from prison handled the purchase of the weapons. He is also said to be together with another accused, KF helped in his apartment to prepare the weapons. According to the public prosecutor's office in the opening statement, the six men between the ages of 22 and 32 had cautiously contributed to the execution of the crime and thus aimed at attacking public peace. They are accused of, among other things, participation in terrorist offenses with murder, 
founding a terrorist association and criminal organization. The maximum penalty is life imprisonment. The lawyers of the accused denied that their clients were at fault, saying they were not specifically involved in the attack. A verdict is not expected before spring 2023. The Austrian Foreign Ministry confronts Turkish authorities with the so-called Causa Güngür and secret arrest warrants. In the case of the secret Turkish arrest warrant against the integration expert Kenan Güngür, the Austrian Foreign Ministry got involved in so far as this cause was not only discussed with the Turkish ambassador in Austria but also in Turkey itself. This emerges from the answer to a parliamentary question from the Liberal Neos Party to Foreign Minister Alexander Schallenberg last month. The answer to the question about any steps taken against the Turkish government or embassy is that the Foreign Ministry raised such a case both in Vienna and in Ankara in August and September 22 with the Turkish authorities and the Turkish ambassador in Vienna. The Austrian concern was in particular to find out more detailed information about the status of the proceedings in Turkey, the answer says. The foreign ministry, Günger, who lives in Vienna but is a German citizen, had also informed the German authorities in Turkey and the German embassy in Vienna about this case. With regard to the Turkish spy application and in general to foreign political activities that restrict fundamental rights towards communities living in Austria, Minister Scheinberg emphasizes the clear line of his department in the response to the inquiry, according to which attempts by other states, communities living in Austria to exercise their rights and to restrict obligations will not be accepted. Apart from that, he, Schallenberg, would regularly address difficult issues to the Turkish side and would continue to do so with all the necessary clarity. The Austrian government traveling to the Gulf, need for energy. It is the fear of the next cold winter that prompted Chancellor Karl Nehammer to visit Abu Dhabi. The trip to the United Arab Emirates, which Nehamba made together with Energy Minister Leonora Gewessler and Finance Minister Magnus Brunner, was intended to reduce Austria's dependence on Russian natural gas. Whether the government in the long run will succeed is questionable. After all, numerous other European states are also courting the favor of the sheikhs. But Austria has one advantage. The country already has close ties with the Gulf state. ÖMV boss Alfred Stahn was also part of the delegation. The Emirates holds 24.9% of the mineral company, which was founded by the Soviet Union through its Mubadala holding. After the talks, Austria will receive a shipload of liquefied natural gas from Abu Dhabi for the 23-24 heating season. ÖMV has agreed this with the Abu Dhabi National Oil Company. The amounts of gas means the supply of 65,000 households for one year, said Chancellor Karl Nehammer. 
the amount of energy from one terawatt hour corresponds to a little more than 1% of Austria's total demand for natural gas. European Union. The EU Commission wants more important role for its border guards. In the fight against unwanted migration across the Balkans, the EU Border Protection Force, Frontex, is to play a greater role, according to the EU Commission. The Brussels authorities recommended last month to negotiate with Albania, Serbia, Montenegro and Bosnia-Herzegovina. It also approved financial aid of 39.2 million euros for border management in the region. This should mainly be used to purchase special equipment such as surveillance systems, drones and biometric devices. The decision as to whether to start negotiations on an expanded Frontex mandate is now made by the EU states. Frontex officers are already deployed at the EU borders with Albania, Serbia and Montenegro, but not with Bosnia-Herzegovina. However, a new legal framework provides that they can be used both at the EU border and at the borders with third countries and are also given more powers. Migration via the Western Balkans to the EU had recently increased significantly. EU Home Affairs Commissioner Ilva Johansson said this year there have been three times as many arrivals and attempts to enter the EU via the Western Balkans route as in previous years. She said, we really must and can do more in this area. Frontex announced that around 228,000 240 people tried to enter the EU illegally in the first nine months of 22. That was about 70% more than in the same period last year. It is also the highest reading for the th first three quarters of a year since 2016. War refugees from Ukraine who entered the EU are not included in these statistics, as Frontex emphasized. That's it for today, folks. I wish you all a quite relaxing week with at least a little bit of sun and warmth, etc. Not too much grey outside. And let's hear us very soon here on the channel of Wiener Research Center. So for now, bye bye from Vienna. <laughs>